Welcome back to Mismo. Do you have anything to say, Didi? <laughs> For you ASMR fans at home, Didi, what's that? Wow. Microphone? Do you wow. like the microphone? Yeah. So this was a big, big week for Didi. She learned how to sit pretty and roll over. And we did that with some high reward dog treats. And you better believe they were super treats. Yeah, she S -O -O -E -R loves S-O-O-P-E-R treats. Yes, she is a roll over and sit pretty champion. If you guys want to try super treats, you can go to supertreats.com, S-O-O-P-E-R treats.com, and use the code MISMO for 10% off. Good girl. I'm Mick Torres. I'm Ashley Argoda. And, and we, we are Mismo. In today's episode, we talk with Elgin Ball. Elgin recently moved from LA to Atlanta to pursue acting. That was fascinating to us, and we talk quite a bit about that. We also talk about choosing acting as a profession. Elgin was also a former athlete, so you know we connected on that level. And we talk a lot about following your heart, too. Enjoy. All right, Elgin, welcome to the show. Nice to meet you. Thanks for being on. Nice to meet you guys as well. <laughs> so we, we were introduced by a friend of a friend kind of thing, but um, so, so tell us a little bit, just how, where did you grow up and how did you get into acting? Cool, okay, well, I'm from the IE as well. I'm hey. from Upland, California. Yeah. What? <laughs> oh my god. Yes. <laughs> I don't think anyone on this podcast has been like, I'm from the IE. Also, no one knows what the IE is. Uh, for yeah. all of our listeners, no I am also from the, the IE. <laughs> yeah, usually I'm like, I'm from Redlands, but I only say it because like people don't people literally don't know where I live. So like, it's the closest thing right. that I can be like, this is where I live. Do you know where that is? And nine times out of 10 people say no. Anyway, I, what's up? Yeah. Keep going. Inland, like... Inland Empire for our yeah, listeners who yeah. don't know. <laughs> I'm sorry, I got excited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, usually I'll just say, you know, Upland, California yeah. for the most part, because i.e. no one really knows so i'm like yeah okay i'm from la you know close to there 45 minutes but um my journey kind of started off very non-conventional i would say for the most part i've done sports my whole entire life um i would say up until senior year of high school so that was kind of just like the main thing i've done like so i've done mma uh basketball track and field anything in between of sports, you name it. And between those um, little bouts of like doing sports, I've done like a little bit of acting. And I feel like in that same space of like my course of my life, I would do, you know, certain sports and I'd be like, okay, you know, this was fun. You know, now I'm kind of bored with this. Eh, okay, let's move on to the next sport. Okay, you know, still not doing nothing for me. Okay. And I feel like I've noticed in between the little acting stuff I've done, like just acting in church or for plays at school, I was like, oh, wow, I kind of I like this a lot, you know? But um, 
I guess I still just went back to sports. I have no reason why, but that's just what I've done. And I think it's because my family was a very sports heavy family. And I wasn't particularly the type of person that would speak up in terms of like, I want to do this specifically. So I kind of just went with the vibe um, for the most part of my life with that. And I am like much of a, you know, go with the flow type of person. So I really didn't step out of line in doing the, you know, I want to do arts, you know, or I want to do something more so creative. So I just stuck in a line of doing sports well, my whole life. And I think that changed my senior year of high school where um, they were holding auditions for the, uh, our hip hop team. And I was like, oh, this, this seems cool, you know, let's, let's give it a try. So I auditioned, somehow I made it, don't know how. <laughs> and I did that for about a year and it was cool. I was like, you know, this, we're getting there. I kind of like this. There's still something else there, but this is kind of cool for a while. Mm -hmm. So I kind of stayed in that realm for about a little bit, a year and a half after high school. And then I started taking acting classes at my community college. Because um, I went to I went to college um, full-time in Pasadena, but then over the summer I would take community college classes. And in IE, <laughs> Chaffee College, and I found myself really enjoying it. I, I took um, more acting classes after that. And I didn't really know how to get so much into the industry part per se, but I started taking classes on the weekends. I would drive, well, I would drive home to Upland on the weekends. And then on a Saturday, I would drive from Upland to San Diego to acting classes every weekend. <laughs> Mind you, I don't know much about the industry. <laughs> so I would go back and forth uh, taking classes and, and stuff like that. And um, it was cool for a while. Um, and, I, and I decided to leave because I felt like um, I really wasn't growing as much as I should be. Mm -hmm. So then my junior year of college, uh, I was having a conversation with a friend about the same thing. And they were like, why did you just go to LA? when you were in Pasadena to take acting classes. And I was like, yeah, you know, um, hey, didn't know. So um, I decided to take um, this film program for a semester. It was the, an abroad program, even though it was 40 minutes from Pasadena in LA. <laughs> and um, I think that was the course that changed like my perspectives of like, oh, I actually want to do this as a career and actually take this as a full-time thing. So flash forward to that and me graduating in Corona, that kind of pushed me to move to Atlanta, which is where I'm at now. <laughs> yeah, so you skipped Whoa. the entertainment capital of the world to go to San Diego. Yeah. In yeah. a much, much further commute, <laughs> unnecessarily. Yeah. But. For everyone listening, just really quickly, the Inland Empire to Los Angeles is like an hour. The Doable. Inland Empire to San Diego is multiple hours of driving. Yeah. Yeah. Multiple. <laughs> it's like a road trip every time you need an acting yeah. class. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. And and then I really want to get in um, to Atlanta with you because there is so much seems happening there right now. 
We have friends yeah. who just left LA. They've been here for 20 years. They sold their house and they moved out of out of state because you know the, the prices are getting wild here. Um, and the world is getting more and more virtual. I mean, here we are on Zoom right now speaking with you. So, you know, actors, I think a lot of, and a lot of people outside of actors are questioning these big cities and, and we, we're seeing the numbers of people leaving big cities and going to uh, lower rent places. So, but I've also heard amazing things about the scene in Atlanta for acting. Uh, a friend of mine is about to go start a film there in like three weeks and start pre-production. So, can you tell us why you chose Atlanta and how it's going so far? Yeah, you know, I don't want to say I just went with the flow because I don't think that's a good answer. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, so one of the contributing factors for me was I had um, a discussion with a friend of mine. Her name is Tiffany Black and she's, doing pretty good out here um, in LA, um, not out here in LA, but she's doing good in LA and she came from Atlanta and she told me, uh, you know, I went to Atlanta just for a little bit just to see what was out there. And she basically was just telling me it's a good place to get your feet wet and figure out if this is what you want to do. Because she was like, really keeping it honest with me. She was just saying, you know, a lot of people out here really take this as a hobby. So there is a lot more opportunity from someone, you know, coming from LA who takes, you know, um, things very seriously because LA is that kind of like Olympics of acting. So she said, if you really want to figure out, you know, in terms of like, do you want to actually do this? Go to Atlanta somewhere that's more of a smaller market, but still reputable in terms of production, um, start there. And she said, when I went to Atlanta, I went there for a little bit thinking I was going to be there for a little bit, ended up being there for a while. And it really, you know, jump-started my career and helped me to move to LA more substantially. So that was one of the reasons. And then also a couple of my friends were like, hey, we want to move to Atlanta. Do you want to move at the same time? So I was like, you know what? We're just going to take the opportunity and do the thing. And that's how I got here. But um, yeah, so far it's been really great I think so far for me I feel like it's a slower pace than it is in LA it still has the LA vibe but I feel like it's much more slower mm -hmm. um and I think there is a lot more opportunity out here than there is in LA for someone who's still fairly new in the industry and I think that really works well for me yeah nice wow um that's amazing. I'm just gonna I'm gonna pivot back to your story. You started in sports. Uh yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, our listeners can't see it, but I'm wearing a Laker shirt right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you have such a similar story. You also started in sports. Yeah, we do have a similar story, and you're you're wearing the Lakers shirt right now because it's the one year anniversary of of, of right. Uh, you said basketball. Uh, was that? But you also said MMA. Wow. Yeah. My, my sports yeah. were baseball. <laughs> baseball and basketball were my sports. And then Ash is a huge basketball fan. But um, we, I've talked a, a good amount about how I think lessons that I learned in sports have carried over well to like my work ethic in, in entertainment. Um, 
Do you find some parallels and some similarities with sports? Um, oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I think one of the biggest ones, and it's crazy how this does translate. I'm just thinking about it, but it is actually, it goes smoothly over to that transition of like both of those two parallels. I think the biggest one is you have to keep practicing and mm -hmm. you have to practice consistently uh, without fail. And I say that because I think a lot of people have that misconception of um, acting being something that's like something you can just jump into immediately. You know, you can be just natural at it. And, you know, for some people that 0.1 percentage, you know, that is true. <clears throat> but um, I think for the most part, for everyone who's in this industry, they practice consistently. You know, they're doing the actual work of repetition, you know, going over what you need to do consistently. And it's just practicing your craft, just like it's practicing, you know, your techniques in sports. So I think that translate translate perfectly. We just finished reading the Matthew McConaughey biography, Green Lights. And he talks about, I mean, he, he was the example of that 0.01% who's a perfect natural. He took some acting classes and they messed him up and he left acting class. But for the vast majority oh. of us, you're absolutely right. Yeah, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, and I've had a teacher, cause I, I, I went to school for it, for theater. And then I had a, I was at a studio after college and um, the teacher said, you've got to dump all your technique. Like, it's good that that was your foundation, but then you have to kind of do, do all this undoing to forget about it and then just be yeah. in it. Um, but how about your, your background? Like you, you mentioned the acting classes you were taking, but what, um, what's your foundational, you know, kind of not, not like technique, like are you Stella Adler or <laughs> any of that, but, <laughs> but just like where, what, what clicked with you along the way as t teachers were telling you different things? Yeah. Um, so I think that's one of the, the coolest things that I like um, for my journey specifically and compared to my friends was that I just went to a regular um, private uh, college that wasn't really emphasizing on theater. I was a social science and humanities um, concentration with the liberal arts uh, foundation. So wow. I, yeah, I, oh. <laughs> so far from acting. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yeah. And for the most part, a lot of my fans would tell me, you know, the same thing, like they had to undo a lot of what they were taught. And for me, a lot of the training that I've received is just knowing how to interact with people, knowing how to listen, knowing how to communicate. And I really feel like just in terms of like the degree I got for um, this uh, sociology aspect is just observing, observing people, knowing how they react, knowing how they respond to certain things. And then like learning from like an intrinsic standpoint of just knowing how I react to certain things. And, you know, what is this doing for me when someone's telling me certain things? And I think that has helped me with my training with, with those techniques and learning um, to not so much focus on the technique, but focus on 
the response from other people or how, how I feel about certain things. So I think that that has helped me and not having to get over that gap of like, oh, I have to undo this because I don't think it's been instilled in me so much. Um, whereas um, a lot of my friends actually had this training for like years. <laughs> so, yeah. I do hear that the if you're going to go to college um, for something other than acting, they always say it's sociology and psychology are the two most beneficial things because mm. at the end of the day, you're just learning about people and how people react and how people think. Yeah. And I think those are, I mean, those are, I went to school for nursing. I went to college for nursing. Um, but I always said if I were to go back, cause I, I didn't get to finish. If I were to go back, I would want to mm-hmm. go for psychology because I think that is something that could totally be applied to acting. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I chose sociology on a whim and I just stuck with it. So I guess it helped in some way. I love that you're so go with the flow. It's great. (laughs) It seems like you very much listen to your your intuition and your gut when making decisions. Yeah. Yeah, I I really try to because I feel like for, you know, a, a vast amount of my life, I haven't done that. So I feel like I've been going with the flow of other people's vision of how I should live my life. And that switch really happened in college. So I'm really just going on the flow of what I want to do. <laughs> and uh, so awesome. far, it's been really good. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> how long have you been in Atlanta now? I've been in Atlanta for about three and a half months. Oh, my goodness. So you moved in yeah. the middle of... COVID. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> now, is there a scene there? I mean, like I said, one of my friends is going out um, mm-hmm. to start. Are mm-hmm. you, what, like, okay, I, I'm very unfamiliar with the Atlanta scene other than like little bits and pieces that I've, I've heard. heard but, yeah. But, yeah. Um, like, how are you even approaching getting work in Atlanta? Like what, where are you, how do you start? Yeah. Um, so my strategy, I don't know, really. (laughs) My strategy specifically is training so far, just really training with the people out here in Atlanta that casting directors like. So I've really been utilizing virtual panels that they've been on and following apps that they've been on. So Clubhouse is a big one that I've just sat in a room, just put all the alerts of all the casting directors in this specific area and see, get the notification that they're on Clubhouse or something. And I just sit in and I just listen to everything that they say, write it down and mm-hmm. kind of go with that information. Also, um, I did a little bit of prep work before I got here. So I got new um, headshots that were catered towards the Atlanta market. And also I got LA ones, which I found work a lot I, just because I submitted with those on Actors Access and I've gotten a couple of auditions with that but I think in terms of the market I think it's still they're kind of consistent with it um, and they've said that you know a lot of work is coming here because of COVID really happening in LA and a lot of production is starting to move towards Atlanta um, because they've said that, you know, a lot of people would fly L.A. actors to Atlanta and still keep production in L.A., but they're finding that a lot of productions are moving to Atlanta to get their work done more faster. So I think it's 
yeah, I think there's a bit of a change happening here. Yeah. I think so too. I think most of the things I've been auditioning for, especially lately, have either been like Atlanta or New Orleans or like Vancouver. Yeah. <laughs> Just like clear out of America. Yeah. <laughs> um, how, I'm also really interested in the like, in the actors community there, like in terms of the friends that you can make, I guess is what I'm kind of going for. Cause you know, like in LA, you can literally like, meet someone on the street who's like I'm an actor and then you kind of just like oh, you know what I mean like you just kind of form yeah. your your community and your tribe are you finding that you can also walk down the street in Atlanta and meet a bunch of actors or is it kind of more scattered and and scarce there well also I mean you're you're there right now yeah well that's uh, it'll, it'll be different when the world opens up <laughs> yeah. but but yeah yeah how is that um so for the most part, I haven't met anyone in real life because, you know, COVID. But that's, so, a, that's a good thing. That's a yeah. good thing. Yeah. We love being safe. Um, <laughs> but I'm pretty sure that the market is thriving uh, with people and communities because they're, they're kind of out there in Atlanta. They're really, you know, walking amongst the people doing their thing. But um, so far, the community that I've been able to um, really get into have been online so i really met a lot of cool people in atlanta that um i've met through either virtual classes or through apps and things like that and it's been going pretty good so far so i'm really waiting for everything to like kind of whittle out with covid don't know when that'll be but i'm really excited to get together and do uh some work with a lot of these people nice um have you been, how have you stayed creative during COVID? Have you like taken up writing or, or any other creative um, aspects? Yeah, so I've written a pilot for a television show. I've started to get into writing a little bit. Nice. So I finished that about three weeks ago. I just let it relax a little bit before I have to start editing it and stuff like that. Yep. And Congratulations. Also, yeah, thank you. <laughs> Very mind-boggling, but um, and then I just started the process of writing a short, and then other than that, just to keep like my acting mind like um, consistent, I've been taking classes with uh, a couple of instructors here in Atlanta, and just practicing monologues. Like I'll just grab a random, random monologue like you know let's just keep this memory thing going because if I don't I'm not going to be able to read two lines and remember so I've just been really practicing at uh, memorizing and acting like I'm actually auditioning auditioning for stuff um, when I do these monologues. Yeah. Do you find them from plays or scripts from like tv and film? Um, I find some of them on tv and film and then I think I did one before off a of play, but most of them from television. Okay. Nice. And is the pilot comedy or drama? It's a drama. Okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. I was gonna say I just read Travisville. Uh, it's a play by William Jackson Harper. Who did you watch? Uh, the Good Place on NBC. That's on my list, but I have not seen it yet. Okay, yeah. so the guy who plays Cheedy on that, which is, you know, uh -huh. when you watch it, you'll know. Uh, <laughs> he wrote a great play, and there's several really good monologues in there. If you're looking for material, Travisville. Right. 
I'll definitely yeah. write that down. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I, yeah, it's it's kind of hard to find comedic monologues. I feel like most of them are really dramatic, and I'm just like, yeah, this is cool, but I don't. I want a funny monologue. I don't know. <laughs> oh yeah, Travisville is for sure dramatic. <laughs> very dramatic oh okay cool even even though he's uh, very funny on the show he's uh yeah the play is is it's a drama yeah <laughs> i love that though i mean just to bring it back to sports real quick the lakers last year always said stay ready so you don't have to get ready um yeah and i feel that like that's yes. what you're doing and i think a lot of one, a lot of actors forget this and a lot of uh people who are not actors kind of like looking into our lives are like well you guys just like get auditions and that's it and I don't think they realize like no we have to do things like learn monologues all the time just so we can keep it sharp yeah 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 and it okay so one of the most difficult things I think about being an actor is not working that time (laughs) when you in between time right um so what have you done? It sounds like it, the creativity is great. And writing, I think, is one of the most proactive things that you can do. And practicing monologues, that's great. Um, but how do you, how do you uh, mentally and psychologically deal with, you know, all this kind of time off that we have right now? Yeah, that is definitely a big <laughs> thing for question. me. It's, yeah, that's really a valid <laughs> question is finding out how to um make use of time and for me it's gonna be watching television <laughs> i love watching television um and also um audiobooks i love audiobooks and reading so i take that usually takes up a lot of my time i'll probably spend two to three hours listening to audiobooks mm. and it mostly consists of books that i've already read physically but I kind of just wonder, oh, okay, let's let's try this book and see how it sounds on audiobook. So that's kind of like a new game that I play to kind of waste time. <laughs> what any uh, any tips, any favorite books lately? Um, well, for me, I like reading epic fantasy. So there's this really good epic fantasy series that's called Name of the Wind by Patrick Rothfuss. And um, it's two books out right now. It's taken him probably eight to nine years to give us his third book but um it's it's getting there so yeah i wonder if it'll be a series or a film at some point um i actually heard uh because i do this a lot every book that i read i'm like please can i just write in is this a movie adaptation coming or show um yeah i think they're doing a tv adaptation about it because i think it's kind of um in the same vein as Game of Thrones, kind of. So it's very, mar- it's a very marketable series. Yeah, all, all the big streaming platforms want the next Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh yeah, they're they're looking. <laughs> <laughs> have you read any books that have um, given you any insight into acting or the business that have helped you? Um, one book that I've read is The Power of the Actor. Okay. Um, yeah, which is by um, Ivana Shubak. I don't want to say her wrong, her last name wrong, which I'm pretty sure that I just did. But um, <laughs> it's a it's a really good book. It um, definitely emphasizes, <laughs> yeah, it definitely um, emphasizes on using um, life experiences and using people um, in your life as a means to act. And I think it's really good. Um, 
So that's something that I read. I probably read that twice. And then mm-hmm. uh, it kind of gives you a good guideline too for your script. It's like, it'll, it'll break down, um, you know, how do you view this relationship um, opposite of your character? Um, what type of emotions you should use um, in this specific line or, or um, when this person's talking to you. So it's a really good um, self-help book in a sense. Mm-hmm. And also a very practical book you can use to break down scenes. So I, I love it a lot. It's pretty good. Oh, wow. I haven't read that mm-hmm. one. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> no I'm problem. very excited. <laughs> um, I ask this question to all of the guests we have on the show. Um, what is the biggest misconception of being an actor? Okay. Is that a million dollar question? Um, <laughs> that it's not a career, I think. A oh. lot of people, yes. I'm just like, oh really? <laughs> but um, that is not a career and it's not something that is substantial um, down the road later in life. I think a lot of people have that misconception. And for me, I'm just like anything in life that you have a passion for, you should follow it. And I think that's kind of in the same vein of me going in the flow of what people wanted me to do or just like the stigma of society is that like you have to work in nine to five or you know you have to have a, a corporate job, which I'm glad that's changing now, um, especially in, in these times that's definitely changing a lot because for me, I don't think I could do a nine to five. Like I don't like waking <laughs> up early if I don't have to. And eight hours and like an hour lunch is just not for me. I can't do it. Like it reminds me of high school. Yeah. <laughs> and if I don't have to, like. If I don't have to hear that alarm that wakes me up that actually gives me PTSD from having to wake up at 6 a.m. in high school, <laughs> I'm not gonna I'm not gonna do it. So Amen. Um yeah, it's definitely gonna be um that misconception for me, definitely. Yeah. You mentioned like the people in your life who wanted you to do something in particular. Mm-hmm. For for me, I'll just say that uh, when I got into USC theater school. So I had, I was like very into math. I was like a couple grades ahead of myself in second grade. Like my parents were like, okay, he's going to be a lawyer, like a finance guy. So we're going to be fine. And then I discovered acting after I had an injury and had to quit sports. So then I pivot on them and I get into theater school. And my dad says, they were very supportive. And they came to all my plays and they're still very supportive. But my dad did say, you're going to get at least a business minor." Um, and, and actually it's helped me tremendously because understanding <laughs> how business works how, just helps yeah. me a lot. I'm very grateful for that. But my question to you is, um, how did like your family respond when you decided to be an actor and, uh, and, and did they have, did you have any kind of similar experience when you shifted from athlete to actor? Um, yeah. So the thing, um, with my parents is that they were super supportive and I, and I love them for that. And I feel like it was partly my fault because of just wanting to stay in the flow of things um, and not really having the courage to be like, Hey, I want to do this. And I think for a long time um, that kind of helped me back. And when I finally told my parents, they was like, well, why did you say this earlier? I'm like, well, this is, this is what it is for me. And um, so they were supportive. And I think most of the the doubts probably came from um, 
friends just because um i think there's that thing where you know you have your friends say something but they don't really mean to say like oh this is this is hard like you sure you want to do that you know they kind of do those those flipping questions and i think that came from friends some some other family members and yeah and i feel like it's something hard like to fight against but i don't know it's just really it, it was frustrating at some point i was just like well you know I'm not telling you what to do in your life or, you know, it's like, it's, it was just really frustrating. And I think at those points, you really have to dig deep within yourself and know that if this is something that you want to do, and if you believe in yourself and if you invest in yourself, then it's going to be a greater return. So you just kind of have to just sideline those opinions of other people. Agreed. So, Agreed. I think the fact that it is difficult a difficult life and career choice, it forces you to dig deep within yourself. And, you know, on those moments where you're really struggling to, to find the will that, or that athlete drive to keep going and keep getting better and keep training. Even when people are doubting you, it will throughout life make you learn more about yourself than had you chosen something that didn't really challenge you and was an easier lifestyle. You agree? I definitely do. Um, there's there's this little like saying that my friend told me before. Um, that I forgot what it was. Oh, you miss a hundred percent of shots you don't take. Uh-huh. And for me, that translated perfectly for me because I'm like, I could get a regular job. I can do that. You know, I got the degree for it. Well, I don't know college degrees. I don't know about them these days, but I can get a job. <laughs> cool. <laughs> and I could get a job fine but is it something that I'll be happy with um I don't think so just like sports wasn't something that I was happy with in a long term like I got that that quick gratitude from it for like a little bit and it fizzled out in the end and I feel like I would rather much go for something that I love doing and fail at it which I'm not going to because that's just what it is. But like, I'd rather do something that I love than to do something else that I don't love and sit with that for the rest of my life. And then look back at the end of my life and be like, wow, I could have went for that. It's just, I just play, play those ideas in my head. And that's like the really big driving force for me. Yeah. Yeah. What is the North star for you? Like what's the, what's the dream for you? <laughs> I see myself in a, in a good trajectory. Uh, definitely um, really cultivating my craft in a way that'll um, put me in trajectory for HBO. I'm thinking like mm. the big stuff, like the Marvel. I want to be a superhero, but um, I definitely want to be in a superhero centered, family centered show. Uh, a little bit of drama, a little bit of comedy, a little bit of everything. So I definitely want to uh, see myself doing that um, in the future and just using my craft to help other people as well. Cause I'm very big on giving back cause I'm very appreciative of the people in this industry that have helped me to be where I'm at right now. Um, and yeah. Wow. That's a cool specific uh, vision yeah. for it. 
Oh yeah, specificity. I, I've learned that lately. <laughs> the, uh, this is our vision board behind us. This is a little chalkboard that we have right now. It says Mismo Productions, but just before that, for like a year and a half, that board said Dream specifically. Yes. Yep. Yes, yes. Looked at it every day. You got to be specific. Be specific. Yes, totally. <laughs> uh, kind of sounds like The Boys on Amazon. Are you watching that show? Mm. <laughs> yes, we love that show. We love that show. Love that Definitely show. Definitely something in that line because I'm like, yeah, family drama, but I also don't want it to be like, um, you know, it can have some language. Let's, you know, let, let it be a little bit more edgier, you know, but still family drama. Like, maybe, like, Shameless meets the boys, in a sense. Ooh. Okay. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> Would you ever want to, like, be the be the writer and creator of that show and also star in it? <laughs> um, <laughs> see, the thing is, for me, I love writing, but I don't love too much of it. So, Fair. you know, I just, you know, rather acted it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's a lot of hats to wear, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> it's exhausting. Uh, you mentioned <laughs> church and then you can, we talked about language a little bit there. Um, is, is church uh, a place that has driven you in a positive direction towards acting like it or let me even specify my question to mm-hmm. does it if you're kind of a spiritual person which it seems like you are um does does acting when you're in that moment kind of in the zone feeling really great about it does it tap mm-hmm. into your spirit in that way where you you feel like you're in the right spot um Wow. Like, does it feel like a million dollar questions? Like, like a um, calling. Yeah. Yes. It, um, I think that is one of the main, um, that was really one of the main things for me in my life was like, I felt like this was a calling, but mm-hmm. I was too afraid to accept it, I think. And, um, I think when you surrender to that fact, it makes things so much more easier. And, um, I had a hard time dealing with that, but once I like surrendered to the fact, like, hey, like I want to be a creative, this is something that I want to do. Everything kind of just opened up for me to do what I needed to do. So it was, yeah, that is definitely one of the driving themes for me. That that movie, did you watch Soul on Disney Plus? I did not watch that yet, but it's it's uh, happening. Okay, I know, I know. Okay, <laughs> all right, so. Uh, <laughs> don't give it away. No, but there's, there's, I wish I would have seen they really do a nice job without any spoilers mm-hmm. of explain, of like talking about what a lost soul is versus a mm. person who's like yeah. completely in flow. Um, and the, the damage that that does, we were talking about, you picked this over something that would have you know, been a fine, comfortable life. You would have, you know, financially you'd be all right. No worries. Mm-hmm. But your soul wouldn't have been lit up in the same way. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I, if you mm-hmm. dig that, I think you'll really like. Uh, you'll love soul. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Got to add that to the list immediately now. Uh, <laughs> I like that we're making notes on this interview. Oh, yeah. We don't often <laughs> do that with our guests. But there have been a few that have been like, I'm just going to write that down real quick. 
Uh, <laughs> Power of the actor. We'll check it out. Power of the actor. Yes. <laughs> um, is there, do you anticipate like moving back to LA to pursue acting? Um, and when, like, is there something specific that could happen in Atlanta? Like you book a big movie and then you feel comfortable moving out here. Like what would that, what would it take for you to move back to LA if that's something that you want to do? I thought about that question a lot. I yeah. really have. And I said, I'm just going to see where things go. I'm not, I'm not going to be in a rush. I'm just going to see where this takes me. I would love to be back in LA. My family is there. I'm, I'm very close to my family. So I'm always in a mode of like, okay, I got to get out and get back out there as soon as possible. But slowly I'm like, we'll just see where things go. If I have to be here. Um, well, cause I'm already, my mind is already like, okay, you got two years here. That's, that's the minimum amount of your stay here. But I really changed my mind. Like I'm going to be here until I feel called to move back. So mm. that's kind of the mindset I'm in. Nice. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Well, it seems like you're in the right spot and things are going great for you so far. So, um, <laughs> good, good luck to you. It's, uh, you, you haven't been doing it that long, right? You're just uh, acting. Uh, yeah, well, um, I've done it for the past two years, two and a half years now. So, okay, cool. yeah, still very, fairly fresh in there. <laughs> yeah, but it seems like you're, um, you found what you're going to do in life and, and uh, you're sticking to it. So very exciting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It also just seems like, you know, like you were saying earlier, there's so many actors who get into it who are like, I'm going to be fine. Like, this is easy. I'm part of the 1% and I'm going to be great at it. <laughs> But it's, it's right. so cool to see that you're, you know, you know that it's hard work and there's a long road ahead and, yeah. and you seem so like open and ready for whatever journey this is going to be because it's crazy. Yeah, and it's, yeah, yeah. definitely. Cool. Yeah. Well, we always end with a, just a fill in the blank question. Uh, so a word, um, a sentence, however you want to answer. Acting is being steadfast Acting is wow. we haven't heard that one have not yeah. well thank <laughs> you very much it was great meeting you and great talking with you yeah it's great talking to you guys as well